Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler, on this Wednesday. On this Wednesday, February the 15th. Really good day. All us single folks, we finally get through in the cringeworthy uh, uh, Valentine's Day where you get people ask you about Valentine's Day at work. It's really annoying. But anyways, very good show on tonight. Where does Patrick Mahomes rank? I mean, five consecutive AFC championship games, three Super Bowl appearances, two Super Bowl wins, two regular season MVPs, two regular uh, two Super Bowl MVPs, two Super Bowl wins. Uh, you're starting to creep in the all-time list. I'll give you my top five all-time. And uh, did quite a bit of research on this. Now, also, John Ristano, I hope, John, I'm getting your name right, from Spitball and Sports will be in 30 minutes after the hour. Going to ask him about the Chicago Bears. Now, it looks like that they're going to keep Fields. I've got a different opinion on Justin Fields. I've been looking at Fields, and it's very rare for a team to get the number one pick. Uh, I can't remember the last time the Bears had the number one pick, to be honest with you. I know they've been up there lately. So I'm going to ask him about that. Going to get his thoughts on this Super Bowl last week was uh, with the James Bradbury and everything, call and whatnot. Also, Todd Munkin. Todd Munkin, Pickles, uh, the Georgia offensive coordinator, was hired as the Ravens as the Ravens uh, offensive coordinator, he's back in the NFL. Uh, very good hire if you want to throw the football, but that's the key if you want to throw the football. So I'll tease that. That's where I'm going to hit the ground running. But first, take a quick break. Get this out of the way. I'll be back in a minute, 19 seconds. We'll hit the ground running here on Sports Scope. Hello, Sports Scope followers. After five years of doing this program, once a week, balancing a 60-hour workweek job, I've decided to do the program five days a week, one hour a night, taking a significant pay cut. So I've started a Patreon page, which is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash Sportscope, spelled the same way at the bottom of the screen you see there, for $5 a month, 17 cents a day. You can help support the program. You ask yourself, why sports scope? Well, I bring in such big names uh, such as Al Borges, former Auburn offensive coordinator, and and I cover the big news uh, in sports that the corporate media will not cover. If you want to contribute more than five dollars a month, you can go use the cash app. The cash tag is sports scope again, spelled the same way, or you can go to the Zelle app, sportsscope at gmail.com. Uh, Sportscope has about 5,000 followers and growing. If you want to advertise on the program, you can email me. The word is sportsscope, spelled the same way again, at gmail.com. Thank you and enjoy the program. All righty then. So the Ravens have found their offensive coordinator, uh, Todd Munkin from the uh, Georgia Bulldogs, two national championships, been with Georgia three years. Listen to the Ravens insider and how he crafts this hiring of the offensive coordinator. Listen up. Uh, I'll give you my comments. 
Uh, it's going to be about a 40-second, 45-second uh, soundbite here, but he says a whole lot in just a little bit of time. Jamison Hensley has more. Jamison Hensley from the Baltimore Ravens. The Todd Munkin is the Ravens' new offensive coordinator. Ends a search that included interviewing 14 candidates over the span of four weeks. From what I was told, the Ravens asked Lamar Jackson for his vision of the offense at the end of the season, which was used in the selection process. But Jackson did not have any interaction with any of the candidates. Jackson's future is the next order of business for Baltimore. If the sides can't reach a new deal by March 7th, the Ravens will place the franchise tag on Jackson to keep him from becoming a free agent. This is an expensive decision. The exclusive tag costs $45 million, but Baltimore would control Jackson's rights as well as any potential trade talks. All right, Porter, They will control his rights without uh, $45 million Pickles franchise tag, which he don't want to sign, I'm sure. But at $45 million exclusive franchise tag, and he said they will own his rights. They interviewed 14 offensive coordinators for this job. Now, I'll say this. This guy, Todd Munkin, here, now, he has coached in the NFL. He he coached – he was the offensive coordinator for the Browns back in 2019. And But I do like some of the schemes he did with, with Georgia. Uh, for instance, the, the quarterback sweep play, quarterback sweep with uh, Stetson Bennett, did that a few times, executed perfectly, really well-crafted type of play. Now, that being said, check this out. The Georgia Bulldogs threw the ball more than Tennessee did in college. And Tennessee had, for the most of the season, the best offense, uh, offensive yards in all of college football. Do you think that Lamar Jackson, with his deficiencies as a fifth-year player who just competed his fifth year in the NFL, do you think that he is going to be able to – be successful with that many pass attempts. I think that they're wanting to get more of a pro-style quarterback. I think this sends a lot of signs out here. They are $100 million off, guys. They're $100 million off uh, between Lamar's side, which him and his mom is his agent, and the Baltimore Ravens. Now, the Ravens, again, I checked it today to be for sure, Cord to spot track, they got $27 million in cap space. You know, uh, they're they're doing pretty well. Okay. $27 million. Uh, pro football focus, they got the number two, they got the number two ranked offensive line in the NFL. Uh, they've got the 22nd pick in the draft. The, uh, they don't have a second rounder. They got Roquan Smith, by the way. They've already signed Roquan Smith five years, uh, right at close to $20 million a year at linebacker. They're going to have a pretty good to great defense next year, I think. Uh, this team is always drafted well. They could scoop up a first-round pick. Remember, Lamar Jackson wins about 72% of his games, uh, is a former MVP in year two. Only reason I don't take him is uh, receivers don't want to play for him. Uh, 32nd in passing offense year before last. Uh, it was a little bit better. 
last year because they had all those injuries. Uh, missed five games last year. Missed five games the year before that. The year before that, he was hurt in the Buffalo playoff game. you got to be a fool if you're going to give this guy more money than Deshaun Watson, uh, a traditional passer who's won multiple playoff games in the league. Uh, so, you know, Todd Munkin's not going to make this guy an all-world quarterback. I'm sorry. Not at the NFL level. I think the Ravens know that. Uh, could could you find a team, uh, Carlos? We, we talked about that. Uh, uh, Carlos says, what crap are the Jets doing? This guy should have been the man to push that offense. Instead, they got Hackett. Yeah. Yeah. So that is true. That is true, Carlos. You talk about Monk and yeah. So you, you look at that and you think to yourself, okay, can you find a team to give you something for Lamar Jackson? A lot of people are throwing out Miami with, with, that, with, with those receivers, with that head coach. I think that looked good on and off but I think he would miss these guys more often than not. I think Tua's a heck of a lot more accurate. Now, Tua did have his uh, concussion issue last year, and he's now he's saying they're, he's glad they took him out. I don't know how long Tua's good for this league. Now that Tom Brady's out of the picture, I, you know, somebody said, I think Pickles mentioned a guy like Derek Carr would be a good fit down there. I said it would be good for Derek Carr to pick between Atlanta and Carolina. Uh, Atlanta would be uh, a lot of these uh, NFL sites, CBS, NFL, you name it. A lot of them say it would be a good fit there. They got plenty of money to cover his salary. I mentioned that now Arthur Smith's very creative. I can see something like that happening in Atlanta. They've got a top 10 pick. You can get a first round pick for Lamar Jackson. You may be able to get a little bit more you may be able to get a little bit more. So essentially, you get a top 10 pick. Just say any first-round pick with that 22nd pick. This team can go after Anthony Anderson from Florida. They can sign a traditional quarterback, a Derek Carr, or maybe make a trade for an Aaron Rodgers. Uh, or they draft. One guy threw up the fact, I think, Jason McIntyre, Fox Sports. He said, well, what if they just draft the Stetson Bennett late? What if they just sign a Jimmy Garoppolo and draft the Stetson Bennett in the fifth or sixth round? Now, Bennett's got a public intox charge uh, out of Dallas. I think that was idiotic. That was been the player, obviously, that Monk and coached at Georgia. That would be interesting. But the, the Ravens have a good dilemma to have, if you ask me. They've got cap space. They've got an airtight D. I mean, that defense I trust weeks one through 17 pickles. Uh, this team has not lost a game in like five years in the preseason. They got a very deep, deep team. This team put the hurt on Cincinnati. It's why that those offensive linemen went out. Uh, and and Joe Burrow didn't make the Super Bowl. The very good offensive line. Very good defense. I know they got torched in that Miami game. A lot of that was because Lamar could not convert in the in the fourth quarter. Uh, that was before the trade of... Um, oh, Roquan Smith, uh, a potential all-pro level type of linebacker. This team drafts well. They got the money. They're quarterback away. They've got plenty of options, plenty of options at that position with that defense, with that coaching staff. Uh, I would definitely look at moving Lamar Jackson 
and uh, you get the right quarterback, this team could be a real legitimate Super Bowl contender, even in the very difficult AFC North. You know, ownership and coach, they, they know deep down that Lamar Jackson, game in and game out, he's not going to be able to compete with Joe Burrow, and um, especially with that salary they're trying to pay him, and a Deshaun Watson, and even an up-and-coming, even an up-and-coming Pittsburgh Steelers team with, with their quarterback, with Kenny Pickett. They won the game down the stretch. Pittsburgh's only going to get better because Pickett's on his rookie salary cap. You're getting a lot of that dead money fall off from Ben Roethlisberger. So J John Harbaugh knows this. You know, management knows Eric DaCosta, the ownership. They know this. I think they're just playing it out because it looks bad PR-wise. But the guy runs too much, you know. I mean, you want to blame it. I think this is called saving face by moving on from their offensive coordinator. They know that Lamar is limited as a passer. His mechanics are flawed. He's five years in the league. It's a long shot if he changes it. You can find a sucker born every day, Carlos. Uh, we'll see what happens. Lamar not in the lineup. No, it's because um, one thing, Taylor Huntley, they did get in the playoffs and he missed five games. So what you're saying essentially is, is totally false, Carlos. It's totally false because they did get in the playoffs. Remember, they got in as a wild card. You know, the guy can't stay healthy. He has the most rushing attempts. He's he's going to uh, succeed. He's going to succeed uh, uh, Cam Newton pace-wise in rushing attempts by a quarterback. That leads to disaster in the NFL. You know, so I'm telling you, if you sign him, that that's great for the North. If, you, if you're a team, if you're a fan of the Steelers, the Browns, Cincinnati, that's great because that's going to eat away at that great roster you got. And he's going to be on the bench a lot uh, because he's going to be injured. So we'll see what happens. Todd Munkin's not going to be a good fit for him. If it is, again, it'd be great for the opposition. All right. Okay. Other news. I got about 15 minutes and I got John coming in here. And uh, let's see. Okay. Now, you know what? Okay. A lot of talk about uh, Patrick Mahomes. How good is Patrick Mahomes? Uh, we're starting to get stuff. I mean, I've been reading uh, your ESPN people, putting him in the top uh, top two, top three. Uh, that's a little bit of exaggeration, but I will say this. I'll give you my top five. Top five all-time NFL quarterbacks, all right? Uh, number one. Very easy. Uh, obviously, Tom Brady, you know, how, how can you go against a guy? Got most of the regular season records, touchdowns. Uh, we know about the, uh, you know, he's got three. I don't know he has five MVPs, five Super Bowl MVPs, seven Super Bowl wins. Uh, we talked about the multiple touchdown record. I mean, passer record, you, you name it. You know, Brady's got it. No, no real hard one. Uh, a lot of people don't have Montana. A lot of people, when I've looked this up, because it's been talked about all week, and I haven't got around to saying it, but um, a lot of people got Peyton Manning as number two. I'm not one of those people. Uh, Joe Montana's number two, okay? Uh, 
by far he's got the best quarterback rating in Super Bowl history. Remember, he played in the era with guys like Lawrence Taylor. I want to say Lawrence Taylor knocked him out in the 86 playoffs that year, right, Pickles? Knocked him out of the game, the 86-87 Giants team. He's took some shots here. Uh, one of the most clutch quarterbacks of all time. Uh, 4-0 in the Super Bowls. Uh, could put the ball in the keyhole. Very clutch player. One of the greatest plays of all time to the uh, the White Clark there. Uh, Montana's number two. Montana w- w- was considered to be uh, number one for a long time. And I'm going modern era, guys. Okay. Uh, number three, John Elway. Now, John Elway took three bad teams with bad coachings to uh, Super Bowls. You know, John Elway, arguably the greatest. This not really arguably. Listen to any scout, not just Mel Kuyper. All NFL scouts from that 83 and even up to now, 2023. Okay. 40 years. 40 years. Uh, uh, this guy was considered the greatest prospect of all time. Uh, one of the strongest arms in league history. One of the better athletes. One of the only few quarterbacks to rush in four touchdowns. Four quarterback rush because he didn't have a. Remember, he didn't have a running game, folks. He didn't have a running game for a long time. He gets a running game in his late 30, 38 years old. Wins two Super Bowls that way. He's carrying this team. He's carrying Dan Reeves. Okay. He's carrying this team. By the way, they didn't have, uh, during Montana's era and Elway's era, those teams were not the highest, I looked this up, uh, salary cap. They didn't have the highest salary cap. There was no salary cap until 1994. So these teams were getting outspent. 1992, for example, when Dallas went to the Super Bowl, the Colts, the Colts had the highest salary cap. They didn't do nothing. Okay, because they did, or had the house salary. They, they, there wasn't a salary cap in the NFL to 1994. So Elway would be number three for me. Some people have Elway as um, some people have Elway as number one pickles. Still, for Russian top most, most analysis. Okay, number four. Okay, yes, five-time regular season uh, MVP, arguably. Mike Francesa said this. I agree with this. Don't agree with him a lot. Peyton Manning, probably the best regular season quarterback of all time. Uh, five-time MVP. Uh, the, the records that, that Tom Brady don't have, he's got. Okay? He's been to four Super Bowls. He's won two. I don't have him higher because he's a big choke artist. And you know this. You know this, Tennessee fans. He's a big choke artist early in his career in the in the Super Bowl and in playoff games. He's been known to fold like a cheap suit, okay? Uh, number five, yes, Patrick Mahomes, guys. Patrick Mahomes, uh, I've got him in at number five. Uh, six years in the league, five straight AFC championship games. Second only to Tom Brady, who's got eight, okay? Athletic ability and arm strength, uh, it is compared to um, it, it is compared to John Elway and Patrick Mahomes, two-time MVP, two-time Super Bowl MVP. I do not think I'm being hyperbolic or exaggerating 
that Patrick Mahomes is the fifth best quarterback in NFL history. Now, why he said why ain't Peyton Manning above him? Why why is he why is he not above Peyton Manning? Why is he not above Elway? Because Elway and Peyton Manning did it with multiple coaches. Okay, Peyton Manning won two Super Bowls with two different coaches. John Elway went to two Super Bowls with two different coaches. Uh, Montana is a, got four Super Bowls and he's four and zero and a perfect quarterback rating. Uh, so Dan Marino. Uh, my argument against Dan Marino, guys, Dan Marino is uh, he had an opportunity. Jimmy Johnson said that uh, we want to make it a power running team. Marino did not want to make that sacrifice. I got to hold that against him. I hold that against him. You got to make sacrifices to win big. And he didn't want to do that. If he did that with, with Jimmy Johnson, what did he do with Don Shula? What did Dan Marino do with Don Shula? We don't know. Okay, Marino's up there. I know he could throw the perfect pass. He could thread the needle. So, but anyways, yeah, John, I see you back there, man. I'm going to bring you on just a second. Transition here. I'm going to make this argument, and I'll lead John with this question. Uh, There's been a lot of talk about Justin Fields the last couple of days, actually, here on Sports Talk Radio Ways, Fox Sports, Jason McIntyre, uh, Colin Cowherd, uh, McIntyre reported the other day that just that, that the Bears, according to Pro Football Focus, the final rankings for the offensive line rankings, what the Bears were 14th, guys. They were 14th, okay? And I was also thinking about it after talking to John on his show, Spitballs, uh, Spitball and Podcast, that there was a coach here, the coach for Last Chance You, that's a Netflix series, for uh, uh, it's I think it's like a junior college thing or whatever. Guy's a good coach, a lot of pro connections. Uh, he said this back in October about Justin Fields. He says, "I think that uh, the coaching staff, even in year two, has already gave up on the, trying to develop Fields as a passer. They've already gave up trying to develop him as a passer. Uh, also, kind of had a really bad moment with Fields home game." passing situation against that Detroit defense when they were playing terrible earlier this year, John. I'm sure you remember this. Uh, uh, that that kind of really uh, made me take a step back from Fields and his development. Plus, lies. let's not forget, there was a anonymous scout saying that he had work ethic issues. That he had work ethic issues coming out of Ohio State. I know he's strong as an ox. I know he can run like the wind blows. Um, he is all that as far as arm strength and leg strength, but you got to make throws in this league. I said the same thing about Jalen Hurts. That's why I would try to call and contact a uh, Indianapolis Colts and maybe try to sell them on maybe trading maybe that fourth pick. And Ryan Stitchkin, who's did miracles, miracles with Jalen Hurts, and maybe try to get that pick from them use that one pick, go after a Bryce Young or whoever your scouts have to be a better passer. Maybe it's Will Levis uh, or Bryce Young. And on that note, I'll bring in John Ristano here. Uh, Big Chicago fan now. Did you hear that last rant about the Bears? So, okay, you're out of Buffalo, right? Yeah. How did you become a Bears fan, man? 
1977, Walter Payton. I uh, watched a Bears-Cowboys playoff game. The Cowboys killed them. And they did a, I'll tell you what got me. They did a halftime uh, montage, music montage of Peyton. And I remember the song was Nobody Does It Better or something. And I'll never yeah. forget it. And I think that's what that's what did it. And then, of course, I'm 14 years old in 1985. And, and now I'm sold. Did you grow up in the Chicago area or did you, did you grow up in Buffalo? Always in the Buffalo area. I, uh. My family just never liked the Buffalo teams at all. Like, so like my brothers, like the Browns and uh, my dad, when he was alive, was a Jets fan. And um, yeah. I don't know, just a Bears fan. That, that's what got me. Peyton was it. Yeah. Well, you know, a good friend of mine, Corey, if you watch in the program, he's huge Bears. He, Bears and Celtics. I mean, this guy mm. loved the Bears, loved the Boston Celtics. Yeah. So what made you want to uh, start a podcast, man? Well. I uh, I did AM radio for a while uh, back in like the early 2000s, but it was all yeah. politics. It was all politics stuff. That's all they wanted to do. Yeah. So I did politics. I hate politics, honestly. I did mean, you I do still talk radio. Or was you like a producer? I did the radio. I was on the show. I did a I did an hour, sometimes an hour and a half, maybe two by myself. Oh, and nice. a lot of times here in Niagara Falls, where I'm at, Niagara Falls, New York, in Buffalo area. Yeah. God, sometimes no one would call in. So I was talking to myself and answering my own questions. And I did that for a while. And then I got fired. And yeah. um, you know, I just lost advertising. And it, it was politics kills you. So then yeah. um, I was out of it for a while, working at factories and stuff and still doing that. And I don't know, podcasting. I saw it and I'm like, I love this and I love sports. So yeah, let's go. How long have you been doing it? This is uh, spitballing. It started out as goal getters. I've had like several, I've had a couple co-hosts, um, probably two years, but Scott's a great co-host. I'm glad I found yeah. him. Yeah, you guys are great. Y'all got good energy, man. Really Thank good you. energy, a lot of knowledge. I could tell you really know your stuff. You're just pop, 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 wow. stuff like that, you know. And Old age is settling in. When you were on my show, I was blanking out. I don't know what the hell is going on, <laughs> <laughs> but we're all right now. I don't know. Oh, no, you're doing fine. Hey, I forget stuff all the time. Uh, yeah. Okay, so you heard my rant about Justin Fields. Uh, yeah. What do you think, man? I don't mean to scare you there, brother, but uh, I, I may, I may want to trade him. Here's a funny thing about me, and this is going to be sick, and you're going to be stunned. I, maybe not. Up here in, uh, in Buffalo, we have no college football. None. Yeah. I mean, University of Buffalo, but, you know, that's Mac, and there's some good football. They play Eastern Michigan, yeah. Toledo, not bad. It's not like the I, SEC, huh? No. Yeah. I grew up an Ohio State fan. Oh, and yeah. I've liked Ohio State since Arch Schleister and Mike Tomzak and all that. So I watched I ever since Justin Fields was there, I don't think I missed a snap of his. Yeah. Watched it all. Watched every Bears game. You know, snap. Um, was very upset in a way that they allowed, you know, Ryan Pace to make this decision on a quarterback. So as much as I loved, I loved Justin Fields, loved him at Ohio State. Incredibly great weapons, though, too, around him. You know, it's, it's the perfect setting. Um, believe me, I'm not sold because I know Ohio State quarterbacks just don't have any kind of track record. <laughs> well, I don't know. Stroud, Stroud may beat that, too, though. I don't know. He's getting a lot of ink right now, too. Yeah. I mean, I, you know what? It's funny because Stroud won't run. That was part of my problems with him this year. He would not run. Against Michigan, he just the Georgia wouldn't game. run. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he decided against Georgia to do it. Um <laughs> But anyhow, the Michigan game was a killer. It just kills you. Oh, and yeah. uh, anyhow, back to what I, you know, I, I don't know how to put, I don't know, my, I'm out to, I have no, no rating on fields because 
Nagy and Pace were terrible. That year was absolutely horrible. They had Dalton there, and they always just wanted to be 500. So then Ryan Poles comes, and it's great. He strips it down. I was so happy when he was trading people away. Yeah. Luke Getze. Uh, there was a point in the season where they allowed Fields to play, and I think it was against Dallas in the second half. Um, yeah. I mean, because the year before, I don't know if you remember the game. You might not. Against Cleveland, he got killed, Fields. Maybe 12 sacks the Browns had. Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah, and it was uh, just, uh, Garrett had a field day. Yeah, and I, you know, I don't know what to think. Pettis, yeah. he, you know, his his wide receivers were Pettis and the different the other St. Brown. He had uh, Mooney for a short time. I, you know what, man? I don't know what to think of him, and I can't believe I don't know what to say on him yeah. because I don't think I've seen enough to know what to do, and that's got to be tough on polls since he didn't draft him. Right. I think they got to feel the same way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Now, there's some people that are totally saying what I'm saying is ludicrous that he's way more talented than these two quarterbacks, than these these three, four that, that, that are being mentioned in the top 10 there. And then there's other people saying, well, Bryce Young is very accurate. And, you know, this guy's more of a traditional quarterback. And I, I read you the pro football focus. The offensive line's not really that big issue. 14th, that's middle the that's middle ground. They're not 32nd, you know, and this guy's a heck of an athlete. Maybe he's stepping in. He's not making you saw the second half of that Detroit game. I was for sure y'all were gonna win that game. And yeah. he could not make those throws when they knew he needed to make the throw. They knew he had to throw. Yeah. Uh, and Lions were playing terrible at that time. I also, you know, he definitely hurt himself running. And I wish I could remember what game it was that he came up. And then he let him, and I couldn't believe they kept him in the game. And he hurt himself again. Um, yeah. You know, I, it's, it's so frustrating to me because watching him play Ohio State, I watched him make a lot of throws. Now, that I know that's so much different. You know right. what I mean? I know. I've seen him do some things in the in the games. I mean, there are some, the one game, the game against Buffalo, they got buried. But, man, he threw such a, a nice throw to St. Brown. Um, yeah. he shows me glimpses, but you know what? I can see both sides of this where people would say, now, do I, I I'm concerned Bryce young. I don't know if I would be, if I would be that comfortable with him. I, I he's kind of small, but maybe, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Well, I'm no, tell I, you. I, no, I totally get that. That's the reason why yeah. I was thinking, I don't know, because he, he did, he did get injured last year. And he's got he's got a little bit of Tua in him, and you don't want to hear that, you know. Levis is interesting, man. I yeah. I, I I really like. Uh, I don't want to see. You know, I'm so I'm so torn. I've been a Bears yeah. fan forever, and they never had a quarterback, right? It's always been bad. It's right. been bad since McMahon, and it's they had Jay Cutler, and boy, he could throw. He was like Jeff George, you know. Yeah. And it just they never had one. So here comes this guy. And I am having a lot of the questions you are. Okay. Yeah. I have yet to come out and say, this guy's it. Oh my God. He's the guy. Man, I had Rex Grossman jerseys. That's how crazy oh, I've been. Man. Everybody. I had a great been, army just threw it to the wrong team a lot. You know? <laughs> I've always been waiting for that next, for the guy my whole yeah. life, man. And yeah. I agree. I'm not sure what I'm seeing. And it's a tough position that pulls us in. And let me say something else about the Bears real quick. No, yeah. The best thing that ever happened. And it wasn't a firing. I believe he retired is when Ted Phillips left. He's been there since he was there since 82, the president of the oh, team. Oh, the president. Yeah, they got the guy from the Big Ten or somebody. Yes. And I didn't yeah. even care who they got. I just knew More it was time for Phillips. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was just glad that Phillips left. It's been since 82. The McCaskies, man, I mean, Virginia's 99. And, you know, <laughs> this thing is bad. The Bears organization's really, really, really bad. That's why I was stunned when they let Poles do what he did. Because they never like to do that. They like to be 8-8, eight and eight, you know, try to squeak in and let, make everyone happy. Maybe the new, too. Yeah, maybe the new stadium. Stadium. maybe the new stadium is giving them some more reason to want to, like... For my audience, yeah, Ar- from- they bought something at Arlington Park today. Made yeah. A purchase. Yeah. Dome. Dome Stadium. Nice. Nice. So, but I don't know how those people go up. It's so windy up there. No, it's like Buffalo, man. Well, I, Do you go to know. the Buffalo games? I went to see the Bears play the Bills, <laughs> uh, but it was like three years ago. Nathan Peterman was the Bills quarterback. Oh. So that was the... The Bears were up 30 to nothing at halftime, and me and my son left. Um, but I'll tell you this. I don't know why. They got a new stadium coming, and I don't know why they're not putting a dome on it. I'm, I'm really surprised that <laughs> Buffalo isn't going with a dome. But uh, I'm going to say this, man. The Justin Fields thing is, it kills me because my Ohio State connection wants it bad. But, you know, I, I sometimes I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, hey, sometimes it's good just to not know, and, uh, and and that makes it interesting. I think it's the most interesting all season when you got the number one pick. You got $98 million, according to Spot Track. That's the most in the league. It's like $40 million more than anybody else uh, it, in the whole league. This can restart that franchise finally. Yeah. I mean, man, 85, of course. Then 85 through 89, Ditka ruins it, and they're gone. Then you go through that time period. I mean, they were good in 06 with Erlacher and that whole deal. And yeah. it's just been, and now it's been a desert of just terribleness. And I hope that they're kickstarting it, man, because uh, you can't keep on trying to just be eight and eight, or now it's eight and nine, right. or whatever you want to say. Just can't I do it. I wouldn't have picked up Claypool, though, man. That he's he's really immature with Pittsburgh. I don't. That was that was a miss right there. Yeah, and I'm hoping they're going to gather like a second round pick. But I'm I'm assuming when they make this trade with maybe the Colts or. Even Houston, maybe whomever they get their second, also to make up for the Claypool deal. I hope. That's right. Yeah, the Steelers yeah. are going to get like the first pick in the ah. in the second round, man. You know what? You know what, man? I and Claypool, I liked him at Notre Dame. I remember thinking he was man, really good at Notre Dame at times. Look at the size. Look at everything. And I mean, I had a good think about year. Think about the wide receivers, though. The Bears had now they had uh, what was the guy from New England, uh, uh, Harry. Now you'll they kill oh, Harry. Yeah, or I don't know why they picked up Harry. They got nothing. It was so bad that, it, I mean, Cole Komet was, you know, I like him. Yeah. I think they didn't use him. But then I questioned Luke Getze. The last thing I, I, I had said to a friend of mine who we talk about the Bears is maybe, I don't think this coach is the one that's going to be the one that brings them to where they want to go. Oh, either. Eberflus, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. They offensive-minded. I agree. <laughs> and the one time they do... They either go with Nagy or that other lunatic Tressman. And that it is just true. That is true. They don't know what they're doing. So I'm hoping Ryan Poles. The, the last time, right. think about it. They had decrepit Bill Poley and helped them. I mean, I don't know. He was 100. And he went yeah. and helped them. You know what I mean? He is, he is 100, man. Yeah, yeah. He's a Bill guy. Yeah. You know something that that is interesting. Oh, uh, Todd McShay said that um, Will Levis. He said, talked to one scout, said he could be as talented as Josh Allen. And he said another scout said that it could be like Carson Wentz. I mean, oh, that's geez. a big polar 
That's on Will Levis out of Kentucky for everybody's yeah. listening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, it's a I, uh, shoot, man. Yeah. I, I, it, it drives me, I, you know, the Bears have made me crazy my entire life on the quarterback position because they'll put a good defense together. I like David Montgomery. I mean, he might have to, he there may not be there, but I do like him. Um, it, it, I just still can't get over this, and I'll never, ever understand why they let Ryan Pace take another quarterback. Think about how they got Trubisky. They traded wow. up to get him. And then did you hear what Pat Mahomes said? He, he, his, he went 10th. What did he say? He said at the at the Super Bowl with his dad, they, the Bears told him that if they were going to take a quarterback, it was going to be him. He expected to be a Chicago Bear. And yeah, here comes Trubisky. Great, yeah. <laughs> With Matt Nagy too, uh, you know, I think it'll have been very successful because he he was a uh, Andy Reid disciple. Yeah, I know. Man, hey, that's a good transition. What did you think yeah. about this Super Bowl overall? Um, I, it was I loved the game. It was a fun game to watch. I hate yeah. the call at the end, of course, like everyone. I don't know how you could be happy with that. I, I there wasn't a holding call all game. Not even offensive right. line, nothing. And I didn't want to put words in your mouth. That's I'm right there with you, brother. I mean, geez, man. That hurt. I mean, me watching it, I mean, uh, I just wanted to get a hit. I'd love to see Hurts get a shot to come back on the field and score. I mean, he did fumble, so I know that kind of erased some of the great thing. You know, great game he had, the fumble, obviously, for a touchdown. But yeah, he impressed me so much that I, I just was really shocked. I didn't know if he had that, you know, in him. And he was, he was great. He was he was really great, and uh, Mahomes does a lot with little. I mean, I, I'm yeah. sorry, all he has is a Kelsey. I mean, I know Juju and all that, but man, you know, because yeah. I listen to the Bills, the Bills fans will complain that they don't have a second option. Okay, but I mean, I don't know if Kansas City has an option other than Kelsey. So that is true, man. That you yeah. know, here's my theory on why uh, Philadelphia they lead at ten and halftime. Patrick Mahomes limping off the field. I don't know if yeah. you caught that at, at right around halftime. That's they're the second team in NFL history to blow a double-digit halftime lead. The other one was uh, the Falcons and the Falcons. Patriots, twenty-eight to three. Right. I'm starting to think. Go back a few years. Last year, I thought Cincinnati was playing better football than the Rams. Zach yeah. Taylor. Okay, um, second half adjustments. These young got my uh, uh, pickles on the watches my program. He calls these guys techno geeks. These thirty somethings, they're great schemers. Okay, bad second half adjustments. The Eagles couldn't even get a stop, man. With all those players on defense, they couldn't get a stop in the second half. I don't know if you caught that, man. No stops, no sacks, nothing. No, I mean, with all that talent. Yeah, that, running that the ball was, out of you—you're an Ohio State fan. That kills me. Running the ball out of the shotgun. Yeah, giving the ball the running back not even 25 yards. Boston Scott, Miles Sanders, who Kenneth Gainwell—none of them could get 25 yards. I think it's—is this your son here? Oh, that's my daughter. Or hey, daughter. Dominique. I'm sorry, Dominique. Here. Okay. Here. Hey, Dominique. Nice to see you. I, I saw <laughs> the I said Dominique, and I didn't know it was a fiance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm glad she's watching. Nice. Thanks hi, for mom. Hi, dad. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos calls them techno geeks. Uh, like I said, go back even a few years ago. Sean McVay. He yeah. said he was totally overwhelmed by Belichick. I, I, that's the bad part about 
having these 30-something-year-old head coaches. You're a little bit older than me. Growing up, we watch coaches. They get jobs at 40, 45, 50. They don't get jobs at 34, 35 years old. No, no, you're right. I agree. I mean, yeah, it's it's uh, it, it was the most. It was an the game was you know I it was so it was such an exciting game that I'm still kind of baffled that it I, I'm not baffled but you know I, I should know better but that that call was made at the end I watched it you know you watch the replay you watch how it went you know the ball wasn't catchable and there was a little bit of something but I'll tell you what man that wasn't that. That that wasn't even that wasn't even defensive holding. I don't think that at all. A bang bang play. You let that play go, man. You you gotta let that. I mean, the old adage is they 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 overcall the preseason and the regular season. Mm-hmm. Not unless it's a mugging, then you let it go. You know. Right. And I went on yeah. your show so confident on Friday saying, uh, no quarterback. <laughs> well, <laughs> but hey, I had the lead at halftime. Yeah. No quarterback making over 15, making over 12.6% of, of the salary cap has ever won a Super Bowl. Mahomes has got 15 now. That bar is being raised. No quarterback that's won the MVP since 1999, Kurt Warner, ironically, right. against my Titans here, has, yeah. won, has won the Super Bowl. Uh, he does it both. And I'm telling you, man, you got to put this. I put him, I put him fifth all time. Uh, I know that yeah. sounds a big stretch here. I've got guys like obviously Brady, Montana, Elway, Manning, uh, yeah. honorable mention at, at top 10, you know, uh, Aaron Rod. I'm just throwing names out here. Uh, Roger Stallback, uh, right. who's the other Unitas, yeah, you know, and you, I heard you talking about the top five or, or, what would you put in Mahomes right now? I mean, I know I didn't send you that, but no, that's all right. Balling, I, just spitballing. <laughs> right I, I think, yeah, God, it, it was such a legacy game. I mean, I think yeah. my my co-host was, was saying, right? yeah, it really was. Because if you lose that one, that's a tough one to lose. Um, geez, you know, yeah, he's he's top five. I think he might be top five. I think so. I mean, uh, who are the guys? Aggravated the ankle too. I know. Are you kidding it was, me? Willis Reed like, I mean, yeah, he that was, was Willis Reed like, man, hobbled, and you have, you're right. I mean, you have my obviously Montana and Brady, and oh, geez, who did you who did you mention? Also, you well, got I said Peyton. Now Peyton's won it. He's won it with two different coaches. My other yeah. thing is they need each other. Remember, he was only a three star guy out of Texas Tech, right? Uh, he was a second quarterback taken. Uh, he, he was a little erratic, you know. Uh, little Brett Farvis, Carlos said Brett Farvis. He's a little so yeah. I think he needed Andy Reid to mold him. You know how good Andy Reid is with quarterbacks. Yeah, you know. I heard you bring up Marino, and that was uh, yeah, that was interesting. And what you said to me, I mean, it was right on in my mind with his inability, his un. And you know what's funny? He wasn't willing sacrifice. for the power. He didn't want to sacrifice. Yeah. But they never, bit. and he never really had. Then when you look at him. After yeah. like Duper and Clayton, they didn't have much, did they? Or maybe, well, what didn't he? He had uh, Irving Fryer, maybe, and yeah. he had like um, I know he had Keith Jackson. I, I, he might have had some tight ends. I don't know. You're they right. Didn't so he didn't have was, a great pass rush, but he didn't want to be a power running team, according to Jimmy Johnson. What did he refuse with Don Shula? You know, I agree. yeah. I mean, he he becomes a big star. He was a big star, Pittsburgh. 
you know, I, I'm try Brady never was the highest paid quarterback. I think maybe one year out of 23. Uh, right. Brady made some sacrifices, man. He made some sacrifices with Belichick. You oh know, my Peyton God. never really did. Oh my God, he made sacrifices. Yeah, I mean, I talk about somebody who made careers. I mean, you think of those wide receivers and they just, who were, I mean, when Wes Welker, all branch, I mean, wow. that's just. Yeah, it's sick. And yeah. what about Troy Aikman? How did you feel? Where would he be? Uh, he would be in that 10. Now, remember, was yeah. this was this really an Edmund Smith type mm. of led team, offensive line, power running? Uh, that's Jimmy. <laughs> I'm reading this book, by the way, Jimmy Johnson's mm -hmm. book. And you want to take anything away, but was it really about Jimmy and Aitman? Or was it really about Aitman, Irvin, Edmund, the great offensive line, orchestrated by Jimmy Johnson. Right. Yeah. And then the Vikings gifting them everything in that one. Walker <laughs> deal. Walker trade, yeah. It was great. I don't know, man. I, you know what? I'm a, I might be a dinosaur. I got to get out of this. I always think running the ball and defense will win. And maybe I'm just, I'm out of it. I mean, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta switch because I really thought that was going to be the key that would have helped. That would have made the Eagles, the Eagles were going to win the game. Yeah. But they, they didn't run the ball. Like you said earlier. Well, they're running they, out the shotgun. They don't yeah. run under center. That's a problem. I mean, no one does it anymore. I mean, like Justin Fields has never taken – I don't think I've ever seen him take a snap under center. And yeah, I don't know – Back to the techno geek thing, man. That's yeah. too much college ball right there. Some guys are forgetting the basics. And That's what, what, I what, what did Kansas City do? They used Pacheco. Uh, 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 Mahomes gets under center. Boom. This yeah. guy looks like Chris Johnson, 2.0. He did, yeah. You know? Right. Yeah, I'm yeah. out of Nashville. Yeah, that dude was good <laughs> his second year, man. I think he's going to be a sure. great fantasy player next year. I do talk a little oh, fantasy every now and then. Absolutely. That guy's been – he was unbelievable, and I, I wish I would have bet a little bit. You know, I, I, I did a little dabbling on DraftKings, and I, I, I knew he was going to score. I mean, the guy was just a yeah. – he was really – he looked good. Well, I forgot what other game – even against, I think they lost when they lost to Buffalo. He looked really good. Yeah. And you know who else I think is a good quarterback, by the way, in the league right now? Who I know is, that he, you know, they lost this year. And all that. I think Joe Burrow is. Oh, I, yeah. I really like Joe Burrow a lot. I um, think he's done more with less. I would probably take him over Mahomes because look at Zach Taylor's record: six and twenty-five. The first couple of years, yeah. Zach, look at Ed Orgeron fired at LSU. This guy's yeah. amazing. His his ceiling. I don't think I'm being hyperbolic here. Is Montana Brady? I just don't know if he can get a decent team around him on a consistent basis with the Bengals, man. Yeah, and, and the other young quarterback that because he had Urban Meyer there was Trevor Lawrence. I that yeah. whole year was lost. You know, think about that. Urban Meyer year is a lot. He's getting better every week, lad. I know I'm out of Nashville. I'm tired. That's killing me. He's getting better yeah. every week. I'm hoping that's – I don't know. Justin Fields has to do that next year. I mean, yeah. this is such a big decision for the Bears. I mean, because if he's not doing that, if we're getting to week five, it's the same thing. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's huge. This is going to be it, – it, it's yeah. it's – I go right back to that. Bring you back between now, like if something big happens, I want to bring you back on a program because I know yeah, you please. follow the Bears all the way, man. Yeah, 
Yeah, That's and it. they're going to be in. The, uh, so what's your thoughts on this NBA trade deadline? Wasn't that crazy? It was great. Yeah, I love it. I, <laughs> I wish other deadlines would be like them. Like, I'm a big NHL fan, and they have their deadline coming up, and they don't. They just don't do it the right way. You know, and they just don't. They don't make all their trades before the deadline. So you get on a, you get on a podcast, you try to do a deadline show, and there's nothing to oh, do. Nothing. So, you know, you, you – but anyways, you know, I watched the Phoenix Suns last night, and um, they – if Aiton plays like that, they could win even if Durant wasn't there. That's what's Man. interesting about that team to me. And I think Durant will take pressure off of him. I, I, I don't know. I was yeah. watching – what's his name? Oh, my God. Je, uh, Josh um, – a Kobe? A Go, I don't know. He was, the, he was the guy off the bench for the Suns. A Kogi. Thank you. My, my yeah. wife. She, you know, thank God she's here. She's got <laughs> half, all the brains. And he was He was great. I don't yeah. see how TJ Martin or whatever his name is. He TJ Warren comes back. Warren, yeah. Um, to me, I think they're the. I think right now, I I don't see. I don't see how they're beatable. I yeah. and I think Devin Booker is underrated, maybe because he plays in Phoenix. But I mm. I'm really sold on them for some reason. Mm. I don't know how you feel about the Sun. Well, I, I was look like I sold you on your program. Yeah. Uh, my only concern is, is fatigue. Uh, Durant coming back from injury, 34 years old, been injured prone before. Chris Paul, I want to see him win a ring. He seems like he's always coming up short. 37 years old. Can he run with the young Grizzly team? Uh, who's the other? Uh, Minnesota's going to be young and hungry. The Kings, they're going to be running crazy and wild. Denver's a one seed. Can they get a better seeding with those three players? They those depth players they traded. Now they did get Terrence Ross, from what I understand, right? Right. In the buyout market, now that may set them back over the yeah. top. But can you catch these guys after the All Star break, twenty three games to go, get a four or three seed, maybe a two, and can Kevin Durant and Chris Paul stay healthy? It seems like a tall task, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it does. I, I just I'm watching it, and I'm thinking of last year. And I guess this is, you know, what I always end up. Here's one thing you don't know about. But I've said it a couple times. Big NHL yeah. fan. If you, if I could turn my camera around right now and show you outside my window, NHL my across the, my across the street neighbor is Canada. That's who's Dang. across the street for me. So like I've been, it's been hockey my whole life, along oh. with all the other stuff. Oh, but you're I right on the line, the Canada line. Oh yeah, I'm right here. You could walk right across. How far um, are you from Toronto? 90 miles. Mm. I'm about 90 miles from Toronto. Oh, wow. That's so, nothing, man. Yeah, no, no. I get, uh, like I said, I grew up on all kinds of Canadian TV, and that's why I end up liking the Maple Leafs and hockey, but whatever. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'll tell you this, though. Like, when I watched Aiton last night, I thought to myself, you know what? There's another thing with him. He's just yeah. a little bit, um, like, you got to get a spark in him. You almost have to – if I'm playing against him, I wouldn't wow. want to get him mad. I Some think. of these big guys, you got to get them motivated, don't you? Yeah. And the other night, another trade thing that that I watched, the Mavs not know – between Luka and Kyrie not knowing Very who wanted to take the last shot. Yeah. 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 They don't know each other at all, you know? not yeah. at, There's no chemistry whatsoever. That is very Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook 10 years ago, right? No, you yeah. take the shot. No, you take the shot. Yeah. I, the Suns too. I'm back on the Suns real quick. It slipped my yeah, mind. Yeah, of course. I, 
I am a pre I appreciate when a team goes for it. And here's what I mean. Last year, how could you run that back again after what happened? What they scored 20 points in the half. It was it was so embarrassing. Was embarrassing, John. Yeah. Right. So it makes me think to me, in my mind, you gotta go for it, right? I mean, yeah. go get bring the guy. I mean, I I, I cannot wait to see the West. The East, yeah. on the other hand, I'm a Knicks fan, but you know, there's a big drop off after, <laughs> after the, you know, after the Sixers. Yeah. I mean, Cleveland's all right, but you know, it's a pretty big drop. Um, yeah. Knicks are playing the Hawks tonight. I got to check out what that's a big game for them. Yeah, Carlos is he? He's in New York City, and uh, I told him I like Thibs. Maybe, maybe you need another. Maybe you need an offensive guy. You know, maybe mm-hmm. this is a Mark Jackson. Steve Kerr situation in New York where maybe you just, you know, Thibs has got the – he's got the culture. Now he needs somebody to draw up some better plays, not named Mike D'Antoni. They still have to right. play defense. He don't play any defense, this team. No. No, I don't want him. I don't want to recycle any Van Gundys. I, I also, though, one guy I wanted was Mark Jackson. I never understood yeah. how That's he didn't. Carlos, ever he wants Mark Jackson. Yeah, how he never had been the Knicks head coach. Um, Knicks are, you know, I'll give the Knicks this. It's uh, fun to watch again. They were unwatchable for a long time. Uh, Julius yeah. Randle is, is really out of control sometimes, but I, you know, I enjoy him, and uh, I like Brunson a lot. I wow, love is he Brunson, good. man. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was a great. I'm, I'm glad you got Brunson. And not the guy who went to Cleveland. I think he's too ball. That Mitchell's way too ball centric for me. And he's a I guy. Yes, and he's a guy that I would. Bring, I want to bring back Devin Booker up. Yeah, yeah, they always. Course. They always kind of. I, I feel like people believe that that Mitchell is better than Booker, and oh, I wow. think it. And I think it's the other way around. I feel like when you go on Twitter and you look around and you see people, there's always they always seem to be. I don't know, man. I think if you put Booker on Boston, he could be Tatum. You know what I mean? I think he could be – He's very talented. He, he, he's t- really streaky. Yeah, he know? plays good defense. Good defender when I when I watch him. I watched a lot of Phoenix games. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you. It's probably because I got insomnia. If him so, and Aiden can carry the team and make that next step, or, or if they can have an Andrew Wiggins type of run, maybe it can happen. I'd really love to see – uh, Durant kind of savaged his his reputation a little bit. Yeah. He knows he made a mistake going to Golden State, and you know, yeah, uh, that was, letting him yeah. off the hook. And, and Chris Paul, I mean, geez, I mean, I thought they had it a couple of years ago. Of course, Milwaukee beat them. Remember, they shut down that the league stopped the trade yeah. to the Lakers. Paul's always seemed to have bad luck, man. He gets injured, and yeah. In the yeah, and he series. does have a, a sometimes. Uh, and I like him, but sometimes he does like choke a little. There's a little bit of a thing when we get in those moments. Yeah, he um, does. <laughs> you know, him and uh, him and the big guy in Philadelphia is another one. Embiid. Sometimes oh, when the moments are big, they fumble. I don't know. Um, do you see anybody though in your mind that uh, that can the West beat the East in the final? You know, it, it depends on how how much Jamal Murray elevates his game. And really, on paper, we know the championship caliber is in, in in L.A. with the Clippers. Was you know that Kawhi's already got a ring. The head coach there was a Tyloo. He's already won a ring. Uh, Kawhi seems to be holding back right now. I like their the trade. I was talking about this the other day. Some of their bench guys that they've picked up. I really hope they don't get Russell Westbrook, but yeah. that's rumored. 
that they may, if they do bring him off the bench, he cannot play the last five minutes. He'll screw that up. But I think Clippers have championship caliber if they can stay healthy. And Denver, Denver has not been able to keep Jamal Murray healthy in the playoffs. I mean, you see how good they've went the distance before. But I'm thinking it's Boston's a lose, man. I mean, if Boston just stay healthy, uh, Michelle, Robert Williams, uh, you know. Yeah, I I mean, mean, I know Milwaukee, they look really good right now, but it seems like they're very Giannis dependent, though, when it comes right down to it. And he is, I'll tell you what, man, he really is something like I haven't, you don't see much. Giannis is unreal. Um, Great to watch and all, but you know, a good good point there about Monty Williams. No doubt about that. He had better He's tread. A great light. coach, man. I like yeah. that guy. Yeah, he he is. But now you got some guy. Yeah, it'll be interesting, man. Because um, when you spend all that money, something's got to give. Something's got to happen. Do you think this is? Uh, and I need that. I, I bring on the Philly sports guy. I should have asked him about this the other day, but I, I might not bring him on for a while. He's bummed out about the Eagles. Yeah. But I wonder if this is Doc Rivers. Oh. If they don't win, if they don't get to the finals or the even the Eastern Conference, is, is this his last year? It, it should be, I believe. It should be. I mean, he's been around. My God. Yeah, it should be. It would probably be time because things are getting stale. You know yeah. what I mean? You can feel it. It's just getting stale and it's time to to, to move on. I mean, he, yeah, I think that would be it. I might, it might be it either way. I mean, because how much more? Yeah. How much more? There's no more. There's no more evolution. There's no more. Nothing's going to happen. So, yeah, it might be it for me. Maybe it goes to the front office. I don't know, but I'm not. I, I, I agree. I mean, I, just I might have got rid of him like two years ago. What's that? They brought Maury in, what, two years? Yeah. Daryl Maury. I mean, he hasn't been there that long. Mm-hmm. I would have let him go before. I truly believe. I don't even know if he'd have been this gone this, this far with yeah. me, but, you know. Contract is a killer. Carlos says, I thought Tobias Harris would be better than that. I mean, he's good, but he's just – he. I feel like they can get a little bit more out of Harris. I mean, I've been following him since his Tennessee days at UT college, man. And they kind of shrink in the bit. And you're right. Embiid, he's always hurt. Yeah. He's hurt. He fumbles. I don't know. I like him a lot, too. I mean, he's he's something else, man. I love the dude. I love his passion for the game and everything, you know. But he does drop the ball. I I can't remember who they were playing. might have been Milwaukee when he had the chance. And he just – he had the ball. He had to dunk the ball, and he fumbled. He literally just dropped the ball. He dropped it out of his hands. Like he Pat moment. Ewan did in 95 against the the, the, the Pacers to miss it. Oh, You know, I watched God. that game. Do you remember that? I remember that. I remember 90. Oh, my God. I remember 94. I wanted to shoot somebody when they <laughs> when they had OJ on the screen and the Knicks were in the corner <laughs> like about minuscule. I couldn't even see I it. I thought they were going to beat. I thought they were going to beat Houston that year, too. You want to talk, man? I'll tell you, I, I don't, I don't have good luck. The, the, the Knicks haven't won since '72. The Maple Leafs haven't won since '67. You know, I mean, the Bears. <laughs> I got to do something. I do like the Yankees. Least you're, least you're, uh, are you a Yankee fan? I am a Yankees fan. Yeah. They, oh well, you're good. You got Yankees. They can yeah. take care of everything. I, you know, I'm a, I'm spoiled. They haven't won since '09, so I'm mad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought they was gonna win last year, but uh, Houston is just throwing BBs no. out there, man. Yeah, the Yankees are uh, – they're in a weird spot, man. They keep on – they'll go grab pitchers like Frankie Montas or the, now I think Ron Don't. They get guys – they pitch well in Oakland. They'll pitch well in Chicago. When there's no pressure, they come to New York and they fold. And it's been happening my in whole the late life. late 90s, they would do great, you know? Yeah. 
Well, the, <laughs> they can't get middle relief for some reason nowadays. No, and you know who else was? And I and, it, and I think he went to the Royals, and maybe that's where he's going to end up. And it was uh, Chapman. The what he did last year was really something. When he just didn't show back up from, he just didn't come back, and now he's a Kansas City Royal. I've gotten away from baseball. I'm getting back into it this year. Uh, I used to be real deep into it, but uh, I, I like the fact that they're doing the shift thing. Uh, they're they're eliminating shift. Are, are they supposed to bring the clock this year to the pitch clock? Well, I don't, I don't know. I got to read. I stopped reading after I saw they're still using the ghost runner in the 10th inning. I just lost <laughs> that. But I, I'm like, I can't. I thought That's they not, did away with the ghost runner, but maybe they did keep that. I don't know. No, they kept, they kept the ghost runner. And I was furious. I'm like, I, this is softball. I don't want a men's slow pitch barley <laughs> softball in the 10th. Inning. Can you imagine? I'm going to miss the, the someone's going to miss the playoffs on that sh- that right right put putting putting the uh runner but i thought they did away with it i have to go back and check i want to say they did pickles likes the braves uh yeah. he's out here in the south no. yeah who did you who did you being in nashville and stuff who's your who was your team or uh, growing your, up it was it was atlanta atlanta yeah atlanta you know and we've had you know the 90s were rough man other than 95 i mean just you know but they they were good i mean you know my dad's growing up they were terrible Right. Uh, I mean, they had a Hank Aaron one year, but, you know, they went through a dry spirit. And uh, I just stopped watching it after after Boston. I always hated the Yankees because the way they did the Braves. But I stopped watching after about 2005, not like really into it, but I'm trying to get back in. I feel like it's making a comeback. Yeah, it's, you know, it's they're making thing- changes to the game, you know. And the one thing baseball's not, I mean, it got out of hand with the Red Sox and the Yankees when, you know, Don Zimmer got bounced on his head yeah. by Pedro. I mean, it I was getting it hype then, man. But it was great, right? And I yeah. and then mostly baseball tried to, tried to stop it. You know, you got A-Rod fighting Veritech. You got all kinds of good stuff. And I feel like they got to let that come back a little bit again. Yes. I think they went really hard at making sure everyone was friendly. I know that Yankee stuff. That got crazy. I remember the guy, they were fighting in the bullpen. I think it was Jeff Nelson fighting one of the fans who he thought was a security guard. They're throwing punches. <laughs> and I mean, it's, I know it was Pickles great. Or Carlos and all that. that they, it was especially. great stuff, man. Speaking of the Mets, my God, they have uh, they have Verlander now. So yeah, well, yeah. Carlos, he's going to be on the program Friday, and he, he just he's everything is with the Mets there. But they always have the worst look. They always get somebody just a year too late. Yeah, and that's the Mets. <laughs> I, I used to live, I lived it, in New York, man, in 02, Mo Vaughn. I was all hyped up and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mo Alomar, yeah. Tom Glavin. I'll tell you what, I though. You're nothing in 02, man. Your brave pitching, though, with Smoltz and Glavin and that whole yeah. crew, Maddox. Oh, my God. It, it'd never be better than that. We need some more power hitting. And, and they, they got the DH and the NL now. There's some good things happening yeah. in baseball. They need to shorten yeah. the season. Uh, the regular season needs to end on July 31st. Playoffs in August. Uh, be done by Labor Day. Do not compete with the NFL. That's just my opinion. I kind of agree with you on one thing. I'll say this. You know, growing up, I, Reggie hits the three home runs against the Dodgers. That was in October. Yeah. I mean, Jeter's being called Mr. November. And that's just not It's just November. going back farther and farther, right? Yeah. Mr. And you're January. right. And it hurts because – I'm making – this is sick. I'll watch the whole baseball season, get to the playoffs, and next thing I know I'm watching a Monday night football game instead of a playoff game of baseball. 
So it, you're right. Yeah. You can't you can't compete with that monster of the NFL Dude, at all. When when it's Labor Day, man, down in the South, we're it's all college football, man. Yeah. And then I the next it. week we got the NFL, and then baseball occasionally. If it's on a Thursday night or Tuesday right. night, I'll I'll catch a night game. I did watch Houston in the playoffs, and I was impressed with them. Uh, yeah. I was impressed, Hugh Darvish. You know, it's I like what San Diego's doing. They're spending a lot of Me money. Too. I'm going to yeah. try to invest more time into it. I'm going five days a week now. You know. Oh yeah, that, that's awesome. And I, you've you've got a fan in me. I'm watching. And if uh, come yeah. baseball time, anytime, man, I'd love right, to talk. To you. Anything you want to talk, I'm I'm always ready to talk. I love talking yeah. sports. Now, I don't know anything about hockey. I know we got a team down the street here in Nashville, Predators. Other than that. Yeah, I think, I think I don't even know what offsides is. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, <laughs> you, man, hockey is. Uh, I said I don't know none of that stuff, bro. No, hockey's a real. It's it's always been like a uh, a niche type of sport. You know, I mean, it really is when you think about it. it. Yeah, you know, where I live around the Great Lakes, it's just it's really big. You know, but you yeah. know, Cleveland don't have a team though. You would think they would, but Pittsburgh, the Penguins, been there a long time. The Red Wings, the Leafs, the Sabers, right here in town. So. That's why it's always funny to me. Nashville does good though. They sell that place out. They Smash good. Oh, there's so, fans everywhere. Yeah. The they women love here love hockey. I'm a single guy. I should like it, but I can't fake it, man. I ain't into it like that. That's I weird. Like that's an odd thing. I wonder what that's all about. Houston. The women good. women yeah. like <laughs> he's talking about uh Houston. Oh uh, hockey and soccer, Car- Carlos. Carlos, hockey's just not that. It doesn't trap. Now, soccer's growing big time. But, you know, yeah, I know yeah. UFC's growing big time. I got to invest more into that. Uh, you know. I I love, I like UFC. Um, I'm not a big soccer guy. I try. It always ends up coming up short for me. I don't know the rules of that. Um, <laughs> hockey, though, I mean, I grew up with this stuff. I, I mean, it's on right now over here in the corner. I mean, I, I that's just my thing. It's almost like Saturday night hockey night in Canada. I, I haven't missed it since, and, I, and Mo Robbins here, so she's going to hear this. It was in 2002. I'm going to forget dates, damn it. We had our yeah. first date, and the Maple Leafs were playing the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> and I remember we ended up going to a place in Women Buffalo. love hockey, dude. What's up with that? I had a, She didn't know I was watching the game. I had it over her yeah. head. You know, right over there, the game was on the screen, and we were, t- you know, whatever. She loves hockey. Yeah, yeah. I know. Man, you'll get into hockey. Pretty girls down here. My friends tell me all the time. I said, "Well, I think I, I, t- I took a date one time. We had fun. It's just a lot of hassle. I don't like going to the game. You know, I bring on Philly sports guy. He goes to all the Eagles games. It's a lot it. of hassle, man. I mean, when you get older, it's like I don't want to see everything. I want to watch the game. You know? Yeah. God, I I don't go. I don't go either much. Uh, I haven't. I yeah. you know, Niagara University, where I went to school, lives right down the street from me. They're Division One basketball. They're in like the yeah. math. And um, it's fun because I'm two seconds away. I'll go watch the game and come home. I love nice. the Purple Eagles when I can see them, um, you know, and sometimes they'll play. They get in the tournament here and there, but Iona kills them because they got uh, – what's his name is their head coach now who used to be at Louisville? I, why am I – Patino. Oh, uh, um, Rick Patino. Yeah, he's there. Nice. He was just there really last – he was just there last Sunday. He, 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 he beat Niagara pretty good, so – Man, I love Patino. I know he's got a little shady past, but he wins, brother. I miss, you know what? I grew up, I should have grew up down south or something or in the Midwest because I love college football. And I'm going to tell you here, it is a desert. There just is none. It's bad. 
Man, I, I went to uh, Knoxville. I did a show in Knoxville before Tennessee played Florida. I got Alabama fans all over me here. We're in Vanderbilt town. A good friend of mine I go to church with. He goes to the Vanderbilt games, and they're terrible. Yeah. That tells wow. you what they're all about here. So, the home of Jim, yeah, Jay Cutler's place. Yeah, Jay Cutler. And I uh, uh, actually, uh, uh, a guy's mother that I work with on my day job, he's a player for the University of Tennessee baseball team. And they were number one in the country. Wow. Yeah, he got it all. Years. <laughs> he says he would give away the Predators for a case of Budweiser. <laughs> yeah, Pickles is just, he, he's not into hockey. He's straight Nashvilleian. Yeah. Uh, there's rumors we may get a baseball team in the future. I would love to have an MLB or a national, uh, an NBA team. I like the Grizzlies, but yeah. uh, I, I would like to have a Nashville team here in the NBA. Man. Nashville baseball with the Reds, that'd be an awesome, pretty good rivalry. Well, maybe, maybe an AL team, you know. True. They, yeah. they deserve it. Where you're at is growing so fast, I, I imagine. It's a headache, brother. We got growing pains. <laughs> you do. I don't know what it's like here in Niagara Falls. We're 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 so depressed, we don't even know what hit us. So. <laughs> hey, man, thanks for coming on. Sorry yeah. I held you over. It's good, good catching up, though. Good talking. Good talk, brother. I'll talk sports anytime as long as you like. It's a you great show. It. Thanks, John. Hey, thanks, everybody. Stay in touch, man. Yes, take care. All right, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I will see you all tomorrow. Same time, same place here on Sports Scope, 7 p.m. Central Time.